Welcome, it's SB Pod. Stanford Steve is here. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you? You know, um, I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. Festive time of year. Mm. What's Been- dominating most of your time, though, like today, like a Tuesday after a Monday night game, big show last night. Unbelievable game. I want to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, what what have you been doing? Realizing I haven't done anything. Like, every year there's a moment. And that moment for me came today. It's December 7th. Yeah. And I looked at the calendar and there was a 7 on it. And I started doing a little math. And I'm like, you know, I don't have three weeks here. And I got a mountain of stuff that needs to be addressed. So if you're like me out there, fellas and ladies, that's not just the fellas that need to get, you know, their acting gear. Uh, just uh, an epiphany this morning that I need to get, uh, I need to get on the case. When's the last time you waited in line at like a Hallmark star <laughs> store for a card? Uh, recently. I mean, I, I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm a man of the people. Get out there and get get some cards. I used to it used to be my favorite thing. And you live down here now. There's a place called Montgomery Mall. And yeah. I used to love to go to Montgomery Mall in the very waning moments because there was this there's like a a happy sort of a frenzy. You just buy stuff no one wants or needs, but you're just caught up in the just in buying the, the joy of the moment. But um the ability to just sort of point and click and like late at night, we come home late at night from this. You got to kind of wind down. I always call it landing the plane, right? Mm-hmm. That's really bad because I, now we have two things. We have an ease of access to things. Mm-hmm. And then now I, I now it's fueled in my case by panic. So what's going to happen tonight after the show is I'm going to go back and I'm going to start searching and pointing and clicking and just buying stuff. Deliveries are going to start just... Oh peppering the steps of our house does anyone have more boxes than we have like, oh i put us up there van pellet house minus 10 and a half boxes Ooh. it just never stops all right it never ends what's in this box i don't know <laughs> stuff there's another 10 box what is it what are we doing i just said can i throw this one out no Please. there's stuff in it what's in there stuff can't do it and let me tell you something I, one of my because uh, I'm odd, one of my things I really like doing. I got a I got an, a, a box cutter with like a super sharp blade. Come on, I, I, come on! Well, I I get out there in the garage and just box cut those things down to chop them up like a machine. And then guess what I find out? Oh, did you did you cut that box? Yeah, <laughs> I needed that box. We got fifty more boxes. And what is with that box was special? Come on, I'm trying to limit the box count in our house. We got friggin' cardboard boxes everywhere. And I'm going to add to that count starting tonight. Yeah. Let's go. This is one of my fit. This is like, this is getting good too. Because like tonight we'll drive home at three in the morning and tomorrow's recycle day. Mm -hmm. And it's just piles and piles (laughs) of boxes. And now we got a little cold front coming in. We got wind. There's going to be boxes all over the neighborhood tonight. Wind front, can't as you wait. Would call it. It was so the the weather on Monday night in Western New York mm-hmm. and the role it played in a really significant game 
was, I was just, it was a blast to watch. I mean, you had the snow globe going early. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everyone saw those videos on Twitter. And then the game became fascinating because, you know, you, you got to, you got to make a play and Buffalo going into the wind of the fourth quarter. Couldn't new England has now won seven in a row. And, you know, Buffalo, I think is reeling a little bit. I still think they're a good football team, but I mean, I don't know. How about, how about McDermott saying afterwards, let's, let's not give Belichick too much credit here. I'm like, Whoa, Whoa. Actually, well, I, gi- I give him, I give him plenty of credit. They figured out how to win a game. Their quarterback threw the ball three times. Yeah. Coach McDermott did not have the greatest game last night. Mm-mm. Um, the timeouts, the challenge of a quarterback sneak, like it's just that's stuff you can't do. Now, I will never say, win that, by the way. You'll never win that never, challenge. Ever. There, there's there's three tons of human being laying there. Like, hey, you know what? It looks like it's about half a yard short. You'll never win that. Ever. Buffalo's still going to go to the playoffs, right? Yes. Okay. Although, all, all just right. one second. Well, I, yeah, yes. And, and your resume doesn't matter, right? It's not the NCAA tournament. But look at look at their resume. Like, eh, like eh. a lot of Jets and Texans and Washington early in the year on it. A lot of that. That when you look at it, you go, I don't know. Meanwhile, like the Tennessee Titans have an incredible resume, but they don't have any healthy people. No. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know how they, they might. Vrabel will drag them kicking and screaming to the playoffs. I, we love Coach Vrabel. But I don't know how they're going to do it. But yes, Buffalo is still a playoff team in my estimation. And now that now they played in that, now they got to go down and play in Florida. You know what? Body clock on that body temperature thing. I have to think. What's harder to adjust to? Fifty mile an hour winds and being in a snow globe or Tampa and humidity. I have a feeling they'll be just fine. Got to make sure you hydrate, Scott. Got to hydrate. I had a hamstring cramp on the set last week. Were you here that night, or was that the night you went to the Ravens game? I was not here to witness that. I heard all about it. It was such a horror show. I'm sitting on the set, and the back of my right leg feels like a butcher knife gets shoved in it. I'm on the air. I'm hosting a television show. And my the back of my leg, like I'm not talking about a tweak. I'm talking about had to stand up. Mm-hmm. And try to straighten it out because you know the pain of a hamstring cramp. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like debilitating. I don't want to mm-hmm. overstate it. Meanwhile, women listening are like, I, 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 a human being came out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all about your hamstring cramps, you big baby. Uh, but it, I stood up and I'm trying to negotiate the segment. Like the, my mic fell off. I could see it on the ground. I had to bend down and pick it up. But if I bend down, I'm afraid that like my leg, I, I mean, it was, I don't know what to tell you. I'm on television and I'm, I'm thinking I, I just have to punt. I got to throw it a break. Somebody, live, live television. It was one thirty in the morning. Not a single human was watching. So uh-huh. I, well, I think we, we managed to navigate it, but uh-huh. hydration. And I don't understand how I, my, uh, how I wasn't hydrated. I had 27 Diet Cokes that day. <laughs> Relax. I know it's sodium count. Not great. Um, anything else NFL or are we just diving right into college? Uh, the, the, the AFC North, I still think is a long way away from figuring things out. I think everyone's in play. Do you like Everyone, Baltimore going? Did you like Baltimore going for two? If he, if he, if he's saying the circumstances, yeah. 
You know, I mean, it, obviously their injuries have been well documented. You got Lamar in a three yard line. I mean, the plays that's right what, there. That, that's what it boils down. It boils down to. It boils down to. We got one play and we got Lamar Jackson at the two, and they had Andrews and. Yeah, I mean, Watt blew, blew it up without blowing it up literally, but that was, uh, that was I mean, that was ballsy. Mm. But, uh, everyone loves when you go for it until you don't get it. Meanwhile, Kansas City, who everyone punted on, they've won five straight. Their defense looks the part. I mean, if if it's if it's them at New England later, and let's say it's them at New England in the playoffs, who do you like? New England. Why? Uh, because New England is as balanced as there is, and I don't think – I think that's what Kansas City's defense is feasting on is these one-dimensional teams. And Kansas City – the one thing you got to do, and that's a Buffalo again last night, they can't run the ball. One thing you can do is against New England is run the football, and that's not Kansas City's forte. I mean, we've talked about it, it feels like every week with Kansas City needing to do, you know, the little things and not and the not pretty things – but they've eked out wins. Their defense has been great. I do feel different about New England being at home in this playoffs as obviously years past with Brady. I used to chalk it up as automatic wins. For sure. I, I don't see that this year, but I, I like the matchup of New England against Kansas City. I really want to see Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. That's what I want to see. Okay. Not an not arrowhead. Not where you got that great fan base cheering you on. Mm-hmm. Not where you're comfortable. I want to see him on the road because I think I don't want to say something that sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but I think, I think to become really legendary playing the position, you have to go on the road and do it. Mm-hmm. Like you go back to the very beginnings of Brady and thinking about those wins he had in Denver, Pittsburgh chargers, right? San Diego. Didn't they beat San Diego out now at, at some point out yeah. there? Oh yeah. Got to win on the road in the playoffs because you got to win when it isn't pretty, when it's just, when it's, I don't know, not everything isn't just comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd be really interested to see that. That's a long ways to go. Yeah. But it ain't that long. I mean, we'll, we'll be here before we know it. And the NFC, Arizona's 10 and two, they get Kyler Murray back. I said to, uh, I said to Ryan Clark on Monday night that I think when it comes to the playoffs, we look at your team with, we look at two different things. We look at your coach and your quarterback and we, and we, if we have, basic if we have faith belief in either or both mm-hmm. and to your point you to your point when it was Belichick and Brady you just kind of shrug and like well of course it's them yeah it's, they got they got them well in the case of Kingsbury and Murray they've never done it right like they've never been they've never been in it so now you're 10 and 2 you get Murray back from injury they've haven't lost in the road they've had some big time wins mm-hmm. um I I I still feel like there's not buy-in though when it comes to them because on your side of it, there's Brady and there's Rodgers. And Brady's mm-hmm. nine and three, and Rodgers is nine and three. And if you slip it all, one of those guys is going to end up being at home. And you're going to see one or the other at some point. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like people just look at those two. And I, I'm i not saying I don't. I just, I, it feels like Arizona should have earned more belief from people than they have thus far. And I just don't, I don't think anybody sort of nationally talks them up as being what they are, which is the team that has the best record in football. No, that's all we do. We talk about the teams that have done it, and it feels like Michigan uh, in college football. You know, nobody wanted to see it until they did it. We talked about last week, the only way to do it was to win, and they did that. And then and they- not just and not just win, but as you said, to win the way they want, yep. to, to have it not be some accident, to have it be a, 
like a physical demonstration for 60 mm-hmm. minutes that you we, we got you and we'll show it to you again. Stop I, it. We're, we're running. Stop it. And, they, and Ohio State couldn't. And then neither could Iowa. I'd love, love to see Tampa at Arizona in the playoffs. That would be phenomenal. Because I, 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 I like Green Bay's um, idea against Arizona because they already played them. And they got and they, to see they got to see it all. And, and they were better that they, they were better that whole game on both lines of scrimmage. And if they didn't no doubt look like they scored, the tight touchdown got taken away, they got stopped. Yep. I mean, they, they were gonna be up two scores, and then uh, you know, we all know how it ended. Yeah. That that's the game I want to see in the in the NFL playoffs for sure. All right, you mentioned Michigan. Yeah. Salute, hail to the victors. They are in. Salute to Cincinnati. We talked, I, I said very long ago I was worried about Cincinnati. They did what they needed to do. They handled their end of it, and they they had a little bit of help. Had Oklahoma State won, Reese Davis said this to me on the show Sunday, and I agree. Had they won, I still don't think they would have gotten in because if you watch that game, it was so much like they just didn't look the part. Mm-hmm. Um, too many mistakes. It, I mean, they had like 10 chances inside the two-yard line and, and couldn't get a touchdown. And yep. All credit in the world. Aranda watching that last play, like, is he is he is he plugged in? Is, she, is this on? I mean, I've never seen a person watch a more dramatic, tension-filled moment and be absolutely unflappable. It blew my mind watching him. If you don't know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, just Google Aranda and the last play where they stopped Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's on the one. Their guys <clears throat> run into the pile, and there's no way he's not going to get there. But to their to Baylor's credit, he didn't. And Aranda just just like, huh? What do you know? It was amazing to me. But I, I think Cincinnati was going to get it either way. Um, and and Bama did what you know what they rarely get a chance to do, where they got to talk all week about being an underdog, and they gave it to Georgia. I just I wondered about that Georgia Michigan game, and what what do you what do you make of that that one sixty minutes of Bama? Alabama's built different than Michigan. Michigan doesn't have Bryce Young. And so Bryce Young's the reason Alabama won that game. He was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, I don't feel like Georgia lost its belief. I just wonder, is there any sort of residual from that 60 minutes going up against the Michigan team that played great at the end of the year? Well, I, I think back, obviously, Kirby's never going to get out of this until he wins it uh, and, and beats Bama. Um, but I have, I mean, a couple of years ago, you remember, they got waxed by Auburn. And then they got him again in the SEC title game and gave it to him. Now, you know, people talk about on Johnson wasn't healthy that game. Georgia dominated that game, got to the Rose Bowl, beat Oklahoma, came back and won, and then obviously lost to Alabama. But that's the biggest key to me, Scott, because I have no idea what to expect from Georgia and how they bounce back. I think it's good that they have 20-something days to sit on this loss. Uh, I, I, I think that that helps things, but I mean, you hear people and you watch it and I, I, I don't know if Stetson Bennett could do it. I, I, I'm not there. Like I, I would totally, uh, not be surprised if we saw JT Daniels. I just, there's something, I love Bennett. I love the mobility. I know Kirby loves his mobility. I understand he's averaged all these yards per attempt at completion. It's not the old Georgia, you know, smash mouth thing. I don't know. I just, I thought I would see more offensively. I know it wasn't his fault. I'm not saying it's not his fault, but I think in order to beat them, you got to be able to go toe to toe 
And I just feel like a change is needed. He didn't have to do much of much. Wasn't asked to do much. Like I go back to one of the weeks in winners, 20 over 500. No big deal. No big deal. Gave out Georgia against Arkansas. And I watched that game. And Arkansas is good. Shout to Coach Pitt. Good for you. Hell of a year. Yes, sir. And all that. But they went down to Athens and they got trucked out of the gate. I mean, in in the blink of an eye because of what? Georgia's defense. Mm -hmm. And so Bennett handed off and handed off and handed off and made a couple decent passes early on. But at no point did he he have to do something. And I think the point, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the question is, if he has to be the one, if he has to be the reason that you win, will he be? Right. Can he be? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know if Daniels can either, but I just think he's he's got more bona fides as a as a thrower anyway. Uh, And they just they just never needed it. They just never needed their quarterback to be excellent in any one game because they were just so dominant. Um, And on on last Saturday in Atlanta, you know, again, Bama, they had. And you can see it on Saban when he talked about, you know, the rat poison was yummy. Mm. He, you know, he was just pouring it on thick, thick, the rarest thing of all to be able to tell his guys, people don't think you're going to win. And they went out and laid it on him. So, I mean, Bama becomes a favorite um, of the whole thing. I think the familiarity with having been through it, done it and all that, all that's valuable. But I mean, both Michigan and Georgia uh, are easily could win. And look, I believe that Cincinnati, I believe you've already won. And I know you don't want to hear it. It's, you know, you're not there for some door prize. Whatever happens, you made it. And and everybody can kiss your ass forever because you made it. Mm-hmm. And and all credit to him. Um, wild for Fickle that because of where he is and the way the dominoes fell, that, that you could do the most unlikely thing, which is mm-hmm. get a Power 5 team there and then kind of <clears> get – frozen out of these jobs that I'm sure people would have liked him to get. Um, just kind of, a, you know, kind of a weird circumstance for him. Yeah. I, there's two things here though, Scott, that I think are, we're going to talk about plenty in the next 25 days or whatever it is. And all the big 10 people and all the people that don't like the sec you got your chance. You got your best team against their second best team. And you could talk about how they got to go to Miami and play it. I don't want to hear any of that. Okay. You have the chance to beat the SEC here. This is as good as a chance as you've had in a long, long time. You got your best against their second best. Go do it. And then for all the people that wanted the little guy in the tournament, now you got your guy in in Cincinnati, and now you got the best. Prove you belong there. We want to see it. We yeah. want to see it. But we finally got it. We we got it. We got what we want. All your opportunity and asking for a chance, all these people saying that they get the benefit of the doubt, it doesn't matter now. You got the opportunity. You got your chance. Make the most of it. I'm tired of hearing about people looking up at them like they're, you know, something like, well, you know, they don't do this. They don't do that. Line up, line up New Year's Eve and let's see what you got. Strap it on. Let's go. Yeah. Buckle up. As you often say, go get it. 
Before we move on, a couple of things I want to mention. First, Steve pulls double duty in the podcasting world. You know this. Or if you don't, you should. And you should listen to him and our friend Chris the Bear Felica on Stanford Steve and the Bear. New episodes every Wednesday throughout the college football season. You can follow Stanford Steve and the Bear wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And watch the NBA Today at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific on ESPN and the ESPN app. Or listen to the show as a podcast. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Meanwhile, Notre Dame introduces Coach Freeman. Love him. What an impressive dude. OU introduces Venables. They go from the offensive guy to the defensive guy. I know you love that hire. LSU gets uh, Brian Kelly. Whatever you think of him, you think he's doing fake accents, this or that. I know this. Down there, they love winning football games. You know what Brian Kelly does? Wins football games. Mm -hmm. A lot of hires you've been fans of. Cristobal to Miami. What do you got for me on that? Well... It it feels for a long time now that they've always wanted one of their guys, right? We heard that with Michigan when he went to when when Harbaugh went to Michigan, but we also heard that when Brady Hoke went to we got a Michigan man, right? We got a Michigan man, and Oklahoma wanted one of their guys. We talked about Venables being with Stoops forever there and all that. But to me, the thing with Miami is that they are chasing something that I don't think is attainable. And then that's that dominance of Jimmy Johnson, Schnellenberger, Dennis Erickson carrying on. I, I, I think you get in trouble when you're trying to chase it. I really do. I think, I think Orgeron tried doing it at LSU with trying to replace the Joe, like Joe Brady's gone. You got to You got to mend your things and, and adapt to what you have. And to we with Miami, I do feel like this is different because he is a proven commodity recruiting. We know, you know, we've heard about, I've heard, you know, plenty of people talk about USC and how they went down in recruiting once Pete Carroll left. You know, Pete always said, I'll put a, I'll put a fence around this county and this county, and this is ours. Nobody's coming in here. And Miami, we've seen Nick Saban go in. I want to say Devontae is from there. I want to say Waddle's from there. I think Patrick Sertan's from down there. Lauderdale, that's St. Thomas Aquinas program. This one feels a little bit different because Cristobal is going to be able to get guys. My issue is watching him coach as a head coach is the in-game things. But if you could get the players that are good enough in the ACC, like you got to be better than playing in one ACC title game. It's all fascinating to me, the whole thing. Because you say they want to get one of their guys. Mm -hmm. All right. You mean different than Rick? You mean different than Shannon? Those were Miami guys. Mm. They were going to do it. So we were told. Right. 
I've heard it before. I mean, Diaz to a lesser degree, but certainly with Shannon and certainly with Rick. They are Miami guys. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like revisionist history or just ignoring it, ignoring what has been. And to your point about sort of chasing history, I totally agree. I mean, again, people get their fan base. Every fan base is is interesting and and gets emotional. But you guys, more than anybody, you 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 think that the national media has it out for you. And I I hear and I read and I just like like I can't help but laugh. Like oh, they're scared. They're scared of us to get scared of what. <laughs> You're a football team. Like, you're not going to rob my house. You're not taking something from me. Scared. It's quite the opposite. I want you to be great. I loved the Miami program when it was had that edge, renegade. I rooted for you, Catholics versus convicts, Cleveland Gary forever. Like, I love those teams. How could you not? Mm. How could you not? I mean, unless you're Florida State or wherever. But yeah, so I'm I've always wanted Miami to be great because it's way more fun when they are great, but they're so far removed from it. And yet they still want to poke you in the chest mm-hmm. and talk about what and talk about this and that. These are not opinions. When I say you've been in one ACC championship since you've been in the conference and I want to say they lost by five touchdowns that that's not an opinion. That's a guess. I think. I feel like that was the final score. It was like 38 to three. Maybe I'm wrong. Sounds right. I know it's only one ACC championship game and you didn't win it. So like you're, you're far removed from it. Here's what I think is different. Again, Shannon was a Miami guy. Rick was a Miami guy. Cristobal is a Miami guy. Here's what's different. You heard Brian Kelly when he went to LSU and what was the word he used over and over again? Alignment. Thank you. You know what? You knew where I was going. Uh And for those that don't really get it or understand, if you don't have an administration who's aligned with a vision, and by alignment, what you really means is, are we all on board that we're going to do what we got to do to win? And I don't mean cheat. I mean, are you going to support me with money? Are you going to help me get guys in to this university that we can help? We can help get an education and who can help us win games. It's a, it's a two-way street. That's alignment. And it sounds like Miami, who had been a dysfunctional mess. I mean, I'm sure you and Felica have talked about this either off air or on air. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows he's a proud cane. Like, can you get, can you get a, a president, an athletic director, and a football coach who are aligned to get Miami back. I hope so. I really am. I'm not scared. I'm scared you won't. I'm rooting for you to be great because it's only more fun when you are. So it'll be really, really interesting to see if, you know, if Cristobal is that. And it was incredible to see it play out the way it did with Diaz still coaching, them clearly after Cristobal, <laughs> and Oregon, frankly, getting trucked twice by Utah, you know, in, in the big games, they had two giant games in the last Mm -hmm. month and Utah destroyed them in both. Um, And you got, you talk about alignment, you got it at Oregon. Like you got night, (laughs) you got resources, facilities, you got everything you need up there. Um, And 
he succeeded, but only to a point. So uh, fast. It's it's been a it's been in a truly fascinating cycle of jobs and coaching. And now, now who goes to Oregon? What's that? Uh, first on, I will say SC in Miami. I do think the fix is, is, is very uh, possible of being quick. And it's because of those guys recruiting and how they've done their transfer portal. Um, you know, looking what Mario did and getting Anthony Brown to be the quarterback at Oregon and being that close is what they did. Lincoln Riley, you know, grabbed starters this past year uh, up and down the roster. Uh, so between the recruiting and the um, transfer portal, I expect those two programs to look totally different next year. Uh, I think Miami goes to College Station like week two yeah, next early. year. That'll be early. awesome. Remember no how doubt. hot it was down there? That first week of September, remember that? Like they, like they being on the inside of a bunt cake. <laughs> Just, <laughs> it was like lava. God, that was hot. Oof. Um, yeah. So I go get them. Go get them. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I want you guys to be so good that you get truly a more like legitimately obnoxious and go nuts. Good. It's more fun when you do and you are. If the Miami fan base was going to fight the Florida State fan base in like a war, like who do you root for? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I mean Florida State's at least been good. At least when they were when they were insufferable, mm. they were really really good. Yeah, I haven't heard Miami, from them lately. Uh, not so much. No. Not so much. Been mm. been quiet on the on that Twitter front. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. That's good. I want everyone. To, I want everyone that makes the sport fun to be good because it just gives us more things to be interested in and talk about. Other things I want to get to. I don't want to spend a ton of time. It'd be way if if we did a local podcast talking about what happened with the, with Turgeon resigning. Uh, mm-hmm. would, would be a, a I I do more of it. I mean, it's a national pod. If people are interested, in what I think it was, I surprised. I was. Uh, I heard from Mark last Friday morning, told me this was happening. I was like, wow. Um, and and that, we just talked about coaches and people trying to find, you know, Maryland wasn't in basketball what Miami was in football. But what happens is the same type of thing where when you win, you think you're only supposed to be at that level. Right. That's that's not unique to any one fan base. Getting a taste of filet, you want to eat more filet. Mm-hmm. Uh, my argument with Maryland was: let's not act like we were only eating bologna sandwiches here. That's that's just not accurate. But one sweet sixteen in a decade is not enough. I agree with that. Uh, I'll, it was disappointing, uh, frankly, to 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 see uh, Mark decide he didn't want to see this through. You know, I'm uh, everybody's wired differently. I know it was difficult on his family, and I'd be the first to say if my job caused me and my family to suffer because people were coming after them, then I, I this isn't worth it, and nothing's mm-hmm. worth it. Uh, it's just tough because you can't help but frame it through the eyes of the guy that Mark followed, who, when people came after Williams, <laughs> he got booed off the floor the year they went to their first Final Four. They lost mm-hmm. at home to Florida State. And people were leaning over the tunnel in Old Cole Fieldhouse yelling at Gary. And Gary said to me, I yelled back at him because I'm an And I said, see, that's why you were great. 
because you're you're a fighter and you're you had that South Jersey Philly in you. That's mm-hmm. that's that's how you're wired. And a lot's been made of you kind of need to be an East Coast guy or at least have a little bit of an edge. And Mark's such a decent, good, you know him. He's such yeah. a decent, great dude. And I think that this, this fan base just wore him down, man. Um, and that's what happened. And, and so you got to be better than one sweet 16 in a decade. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, and uh, I also think you could, I also think that the Maryland fan base lived up to, to the worst of this, the perception of them. Um, yeah. And this sort of how, you know, they, what they were so keen to get. Now they got it. Now they mm-hmm. got, it. okay, well now we'll find out right now. We'll find out what, uh, what direction that goes, but it is not unlike these big time football jobs where people's hunger to win, um, you know, is it's hard. It's hard to meet the level. It's hard to meet the level. And so they make a change. It what'd sure you call is. Maryland? What'd you call Maryland fan bases? Relentless. Um, relax people. Okay. Relax. It felt like for the last couple of years, I mean, I've been here two years. All they've wanted to do was get rid of the head, head coach. And now you got that. So how about going into the games and sporting your team? Let's start there. There you go. It's for the kids. Had a, had a nooner against Northwestern. They show That's up. A, no, they didn't. Come on. They did not. They kids, did. students. Go to, go, the, the go to the games. There you go. Jeez. Uh, there you go. I got something I hate. Oh, I do too. All right. You go. Steve and I have lengthy lists. Talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week. One thing a week. Here's what I hate. <sighs> I try not to complain, but I, as I looked at the calendar and realized it's, I have less than three weeks for Christmas. I look at the calendar and realize I'm 10 days away from the day that I tested positive for COVID. It was December 17th of last year. I was lucky. I had no symptoms. I didn't have a cough. I didn't have a fever. I just couldn't taste anything. I hate that one year later, my smell and my taste are still not right. Can I smell some things? I can. Do things that don't do, do things smell correct? They don't. Does food that used to smell good, like garlic and onions that when it mm-hmm. cooks it smells good does it smell good no it smells horrible and it's in it and it and it makes it smells it's a way that's repulsive to me and i know it doesn't smell like that but that's how it smells to me and do i hate the fact that i can't still taste leto's pizza which is a very distinctive taste i can't really taste it i try to convince myself i can but i can't and it's been a year and if this is just what my life is, all right, I'm grateful that I didn't get the bad part of COVID, but I hate that what I got makes food smell terrible and make me not be able to taste stuff because it's been a year and there needs to be some kind of fix out there, medical community. Like, give me something. Give me some kind of pill, a shot. I'll do it. I'll take a pill. I'll eat it. I'll jab me. I don't care. 
I just want to be able to smell stuff correctly and taste food the way it's supposed to taste. Has Dr. Has Dr. Kalf offered any uh, no. remedies? That's not, it's not his area of expertise. Well, he, he claims to know a lot. Uh, they've, their drugs help you in different ways. <laughs> different kinds of drugs, I guess. Oh. What do you hate, Steve? Scott, I've never played a snap of defensive football in my college career. Um, but I hate watching games now and guys not attempting to dive and tackle guys. It drives me crazy. You mean prime like time, when, you prime mean, time? Go I got them. I got them all right here. Okay. Okay. Prime, prime time last Thursday night, Saints safety, fl- worrying about a cutback, cutback, and the running back for the Cowboys scores. Just dive. You got the sideline right there. And what happens? It can't be worse than what you did. You allowed him to score. Uh, Jamison Williams, receiver for Alabama, runs across the field. Safety has an angle and just lets him run. Dive. Mahomes running in the end zone the other night. Broncos defender right there. Dive. That was was, Sertan was right there. I think you're I think guys are so afraid to hit a quarterback. This happened with Kyler Murray, too. You saw the Bears like they just pull up because they know if they blast the quarterback, they're getting penalized. The The defender for the Patriots got penalized for for getting Allen. He was trying to get to the to the pylon like I mean, not the pylon, the first down marker. So I, I get that. I what, just whatever Marcus Williams from the Saints was doing on that Thursday oh, night game. I'll God. He he was escorting Pollard down the sidelines. It's like, what? What are you doing? Drives you me waiting? crazy. You waiting for the uh, cavalry? The Bears against Kyler Murray. That's what I just said. You know? Oh, that. I, I'm sorry. I was talking about that's Mahomes. Okay. That's, a, that's all right. Um, well, both Mahomes and Murray had angles to the. They, they won't. They won't tackle. And because I grew up, and I know it's changed. And guys, I mean, I got to figure there's ways of, of of paying out fines for guys at the pro level. But man, you get a shot on a quarterback, you got to take it. I'm sorry. Um, it's the only chance to hit these guys now. Because uh, in the pocket, you touched on it. You can't, you can't touch them. Um, so, defenders, be better. Weather's getting tougher. Take the shots. Dive, hit, tackle. It's your time of year. You know what time of year it really is, Steve? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Huh? Everybody, there'll be something to die. I'm going to, we're going to do our Christmas album. Remember. Oh yeah, I forgot. I I told you guys last year I could do I could be a Christmas album singer. Just pretend like you're what's the guy's name? Bing Crosby. Who's the other Ooh. guy? Andy Matt Williams. King Cole. No, I can't do that. I could be one of those like I could be one of those 1950s guys that went on like USO tours. Mm. Just give me a martini and. Silver bells, silver bells. It's crit. Wait, that's not it. It's Christmas time in the city, huh? Hey, hey, honey, you gotta make you you got a light for my smoke. Yeah, I gotta. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's 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 it. Ring a ling, hear them ring. All you gotta do is make your voice go. Do that, and then you can be on my album. Steve's not going to sing. Steve's my hype man. 
I he's can't been, sing. I can't whistle, but I'll I be can't there. either. I'm just pretending to sing like the guys. In the, Sounds on. a hell of a lot better than me. Yeah. All right. So Christmas album's coming soon. And uh, I need to do some shopping. Get out there. I don't I don't feel like the malls where I really want to be. Oh, there's plenty of spots around town. I went out last Friday. Get it shopping. Done. Yeah. I'll Good be out you. this Friday, too. Man of the people. Love it. Got to get out. Uh, all right. That's uh, that's that's it. That's a wrap. I got to go talk to Tim Kirkson. He got in the Hall of Fame. How cool is that? How much are you going to dominate him? I'm going to I'm going to be sincere. OK, because I'm because it's seriously it, it. Everybody loves Tim. Tim loves baseball. That love is taking him to the Hall of Fame. That's tremendous. And then I'm going to say things in ridiculous Baltimore accents because you got to crush him also. That's 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 what being a friend's about. Build them up and then chop their legs out from under them. Right. Isn't that friendship in a nutshell? <laughs> hey, you're going to the hall. That's awesome. Hey, now I'm going to say mini Minuso. Boom. And he'll go. Yee! <laughs> All right. That's uh, that's the end of our podcast. Look for our Christmas album. Wherever you buy your album. Tower Records. I think Tower is going to have it. Nobody beats the whiz. Peaches. <laughs> Strawberries. Is that another one? It used to Peach, be one. Strawberries. Tower record. Sam Goody. Sam Goody got it. And it's, it's right next to the Radio Shack now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to Happy you next holidays. week. Happy holidays. Boom. Buckle up. <laughs>